following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, Superfly Hayes. He is our executive producer. I was just looking at the coaches' top 25 college football poll. Georgia still number one. Michigan got a first place vote at number two. Alabama three. Ohio State four. Florida State moves up to number five after beating Brian Beauregard Kelly. USC, Penn State, Washington, Tennessee, and Texas. Your top 10, Notre Dame is at 11. Also from the Big Ten, Wisconsin at 19. Clemson dropped to 21. Oh, wait a minute. They lost to Duke. What I tweet out last night at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, I said, I don't think I've ever said go Duke in my head or verbally or written it down ever in my life. And they just took Clemson to the woodshed last night. Duke did break into the top 25 at number 24. They have Colorado only at 25. I don't think the coaches like primetime. I don't I don't think they like his attitude. I don't think they like his swagger. With what they did the TCU on the road, I thought they'd jump in like at 17-18. Primetime. And number 25, Duke. Duke football into the top 25. Look at the Big Ten and also future Big Ten teams represented. Think about that. Oregon at 13. I said Washington at 8. USC in that mix. Mm. And UCLA has the Detroit native Dante Moore for at least the next couple of years. I think those rankings are fair. I know some people are putting Penn State in their Big Ten power. Oh, we're doing our Big Ten power rankings. I got Penn State. They played a better opponent. Ah, get out of here. Florida State moved up to five. Rightfully so. 
LSU dropped to 14. That's a good-looking coaches poll, Michigan at number two. People are already sending me messages on the Hughes text chain where you can text the word Hughes at 21,000. No way Michigan looked like the number two team in America. Yeah, they did. Look at the first half. First halves are usually what counts. That's why State heard the Boo Birds when they stunk it up in the first half at home against CMU. But then Florida State outscored LSU 31-0 in the second half. Man, I love college football. I really do. High school, college, the NFL, Thursday night. Oh, baby. It is going to be your mighty Detroit Lions in Kansas City at Arrowhead Superfly. I made an early huge prediction with the Thursday night game. I went Lions 38, Chiefs 35. Lions get back on that plane from KCI, which is Kansas City International for the short flight home. And they will move into the penthouse of the National Football League. Kelsey Mahomes. Yeah, you got Super Bowl rings. You got Super Bowl banners going up. The Lions will post the W. I will say, though, as we get closer to game time, and it's not drinking the Kool-Aid, it's legit depth, talent, that Lions fans are going through a little nervous period right now. We're all summer long. You're like, I love them to win 11, 12 games, win the NFC North. Now I'm getting fans saying, nah, I think they're going to get drubbed. That they're going to get destroyed. Oh, Superfly just sent me a text. We got the high-speed 5G plus text. Elijah from Greenville just let me know that Travis Kelsey hyperextended his knee in practice today and is uncertain for Thursday. Adam Schefter confirmed. Was it the real Adam Schefter or his burner account? You just had me read this live on air. Did you confirm? Did you confirm, Superfly? You know the huge show motto? If it's fake, we talk about it at the break. <laughs> if it's real, we squeal on air. We got breaking news. Did you even check? What I say? Did you check? Is it the real Adam Schefter? Oh, there is. He's got a blue check mark. Really? That? Oh, Twitter. The bastion of journalistic integrity. So no Chris Jones. He's holding out with a contract. And no Kelsey, man. I Do I need to rework my huge prediction? Lions 38, Chiefs 35. Maybe it's like 38-17. Lions in a blowout at Arrowhead. Place empties out at halftime because they want to get home and watch the news. Stars are aligning. So our Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans, huge question of the day. Who's with me on my huge prediction? 
Lions 38, Chiefs 35. I posted it at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. People try and accuse me. Yeah, you make predictions and then you edit and change them. No, I stopped doing that last year. <laughs> After 32 years of huge predictions, Bill, when you stop changing your predictions day to day? Last year, last August, August of 2022. So you can join in on that Budweiser Folds of Honor. Huge question of the day, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank, a Michigan-based bank with locations all across the state with local decision makers. Hey, what a great business model. you got to be based in Michigan and take care of people in Michigan. So you answer that. You with me on my prediction. Lions 38, Chiefs 35. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. You did confirm it, though, that Kelsey hyperextended knee. I I can't wish for someone to be hurt. That's not how we do the show. It's not. I can't. I don't want Kansas City to have an excuse while they're unveiling their Super Bowl World Championship banner and golf is going to the hizzy for the fifth time. I am beyond excited about this game. I'm trying to think the last time I had this anticipation might be the Cowboys-Lions playoff game. Seriously. I kind of knew when they were in the playoffs with Stafford going to New Orleans, they had no shot. And then you're starting to think, okay, they win this playoff game. Hey, the NFC doesn't look that tough. Oh, my God, they could go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so what's that? Almost Is that almost 10 years ago? Superfly, look up the year on Lions-Cowboys playoff game. I think it was 2013. I think. Is that 10 years ago? Man. That's crazy. I'll also update the Folds of Honor Collegiate Golf Tournament featuring teams from all across America, beautiful American Dunes Golf Club in Grand Haven on Michigan's West Coast, 2015. Yeah, okay, I knew it was 14 or 15 or 13, or it could have been 12. I knew it was somewhere there. One note from Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney, who founded Folds of Honor at the old Grand Haven Golf Club, which is now that Jack Nicholas design, my good friend Jack, American Dunes Golf Club, free to get in. Golf will be going on until 7 p.m. tonight. If you're along Michigan's West Coast, free shuttle, which is about a two-minute ride. Beverages, food for sale, concessions on the course. Michigan State's there. Grand Valley State is there. I'll have a leaderboard update. Coming up later, but you can get your tickets for the rest of today and all day tomorrow. You can watch the champion, individual, and team uh, be crowned at American Dunes. And if you've never seen the birthplace of Folds of Honor and their tributes to our heroes, military and now first responders, you need to check it out. Easy to get the ticket, print it off, or put it on your phone, at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. So no Jones, possibly. Looks like it. Kelsey hyperextended knee with the Thursday, and they get a break. And then don't play for like a week and a half. No way they're going to push him, but he's Kelsey. 
He can decide what he wants to do. I mean, he is Travis Kelsey. Gosh, I love the Lions in that game. I really do. Mm. I was talking to my buddy Mohawk. Johnny is a good guy. Owns a Dirty Shame, which is a cool bar just east of downtown Ada. And he said he's never been this excited that he hasn't slept for two days and doesn't plan on sleeping for the next three days. And I said, how are you going to do that? And he says, by making a sacrifice, it will help the Lions win. And he told me on the phone just before today's show, this isn't drinking Kool-Aid. This is the first time in my life. And I think Johnny Mohawk is maybe 53, looks like he's 43. First time in my life that this team can win it all. And if they win at Arrowhead on Thursday, Mohawk told me, I believe they can win it all. February, down Woodward Avenue in Detroit, the Lions being celebrated as the world champions of professional football. And I had to run into the radio station, and I told Johnny Mohawk, who was on his way to the dirty shame, I said, man, I hope you're not drinking and driving. <laughs> it's there. Hammer and Hank Hayes dropped me a text. Bill, outside of the birth of my 11 children and 47 grandchildren, Hayes family, they go to work every day. The anticipation for the Lions and the Chiefs on Thursday is the greatest thing ever in my life. That's Hammer and Hank Hayes in Rockford. One son, Brett, 10 daughters. Not quite a cult there, but knocking on the door. 47 grandchildren. 47. Hammer and Hank told me golfing one time, my God, when I buy birthday presents, it's like I have to take out a loan at the local mercantile bank office. 47 grandchildren. Their family dogs have a better shot at the buffet table for food than the kids do. I love Hammer and Hank Hayes. He's emotional about the game. So who's with me on that prediction? Lions 38, Chiefs 35, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. I want to get that leaderboard update from American Dunes. Find out what's going on. I love golf music, too. Gets me excited to watch the best collegiate golfers in America at American Dunes. All right, here we go with Michigan State, Grand Valley State, two of the 18 teams in the Folds of Honor Collegiate. Like I mentioned, play will go around 7 p.m. will be when it will be ending tonight. Free to get in, free shuttle. Uh, download your tickets. I have the link at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Looking at the team leaderboard right now, and the wins aren't as crazy as they were yesterday. 
at American Dunes in Grand Haven, South Carolina, Arizona. What about Michigan State making a move? They're only seven back, and remember, that's with team golf with five golfers. That's not a big hurdle. Could you imagine Michigan State winning their own tournament? They're tied with Arizona at plus three. South Carolina. Yeah, like they don't have any good golf down there. They're at minus four. Arkansas, Little John Daly and the crew. Woo Pig Suey, the Hawks. Plus five. Indiana out of the Big Ten at plus six. NC State for the ACC at plus nine. At American Dunes, Notre Dame at plus ten. Florida State plus 11. Kentucky plus 13 along with Memphis. It was plus 13. I was looking at the individual leaders. I do see August Mikoff from Michigan State tied for second right now at three under. By the way, you want the live scoring, go to AmericanDunesGolfClub.com. That is AmericanDunesGolfClub.com. Grand Valley State is in 15th place right now. Howard is in 11th, Kansas 12th, Oregon State 13, Air Force Academy 14, Grand Valley, like I said, at 15, followed by Navy, Army, and Florida A&M. Florida A&M is plus 52 as a team right now, and we're not through the second day. They are 56 shots off the pace. Mm. The Michigan State, they are... Flying up the leaderboard, seven back right now, again with five golfers. And play will continue until 7 p.m. tonight and tomorrow all day. Free tickets, free shuttle. Get them at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports. And the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long. Right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Huge here for my good friend, Matt Golden. Now, he's the CEO and GM at the Tullymore Golf Resort. They're in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And fall golf is here, and they have some huge deals you can take advantage of on stay-and-play packages, tee times, and more. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. Also, if you want to book a Christmas party for the holidays, you want to squeeze in a business meeting, with some golf and great food and beverages. Matt Golden and his team can take care of you right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're also booking big groups who want stay and play packages, or maybe you just want to look ahead to the perfect weekend in 2024. Remember, Tullymore is less than an hour north of GR in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Book your stay and play package or get more info now at tellymoregolf.com. 
Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Pure Bar and the Blue Bridge, where you can experience a unique Pure Bar class taught by world-class instructors on Grand Rapids' iconic Blue Bridge. Check-in begins on Wednesday, September 6th at 7 p.m. The class will start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are 25 bucks, and all proceeds from the event support Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and education activities. Wednesday, September 6th is the date. Get more information at VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan, the only show where the people have a voice. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Lions and the Chiefs, Thursday night football, NFL kickoff party in Arrowhead. Budweiser folds of honor, limited edition cans, huge question of the day. Are you with me with my huge prediction that I posted earlier today? Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, Lions 38, Chiefs 35. You can join in when 866-838-4843. That's when 866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan, a Michigan bank for those who live in Michigan. Let's go talk about the Lions and the Chiefs on Thursday night. Lions Nation Unite, one of their feature guys off of YouTube, Micro Mike, Mike Kimber. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. What's up, my man? Hey, just enjoying the day. Two days till Lions face Kansas City. Super excited. How about you? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, so hearing about Jones and the contract holdout, now the news that Adam Schefter confirmed about Kelsey with a hyperextended knee. They don't know if he'll play. I don't wish contract issues or injuries on anybody in any sport, but if they don't have Jones and Kelsey, that's two of their three best players outside of Mahomes. That's such a significant issue for this game. Again, Travis Kelsey, the target, number one target for Patrick Mahomes. If he's unable to play, that's going to give Aaron Glenn and this defense more opportunities really to make plays and lock down the receivers. And like you said, Chris Jones here, their best defensive player. And he looks like he's not going to be playing in this game and the Lions offensive line intact. It's really going to give an opportunity for Detroit to pull off the upset. Why do you like the Lions to win on Thursday night in KC and what concerns you? Both ends of the spectrum. I do like the Lions to win this game. I think that the Lions offense with Jameer Gibbs 
No one really knows exactly how Ben Johnson's going to use him, but I think he's going to be all over the field, and it's going to give fits to the Kansas City defense. And when it comes to the defense, the turnovers, I mean, C.J. Gardner-Johnson and Kirby Joseph, I think they're going to come out here and get a couple turnovers to win this game. And concerns, obviously, is the crowd in Kansas City. It's going to be really loud. Can the offensive line not do false starts? Can the players live up to the big moments? It's always concerning when you're going to the Super Bowl champions home on opening game. That is a concern, but I do have the Lions living up to it. Yeah, there, there's so many different angles here, and they seem relatively healthy, which, again, no contract issues, nobody popping up on the injured list early in the week. Uh, these are all good things when it comes to the NFL. It's great news when it comes to the NFL. You know, relatively healthy. You got the Lions. Big V is finally going to be on the offensive line. No big injuries at all. I mean, you'll have depth players, but when it comes to Kansas City, they still got Patrick Mahomes. So it's great news for the National Football League. And you're having two teams coming at it and opening the game up. It should be a blast. Mike Kimber, Micro Mike on YouTube and also on the Lions Nation Unite. Uh, joining us on the huge show across Michigan, talking about Detroit and Kansas City on Thursday. Uh, the bug story, which again might be a little bit of him pouting, caught off guard. Did he do something that hasn't been made public? The coaches aren't going to go south on a player. I don't think it affects the team or anything connected to this game. I do not think it affects the team or this game as well. Isaiah Bugs is a good player. Let's not get that wrong, but he's a depth rotational defensive tackle. And look, you know how Dan Campbell is. You got to be football guy, football number one, and you take a practice off due to a non-injury issue. He's going to have a problem with that. And I think all the players, generally most of them, are on the same page. I don't think it affects anything. Now, look, if it's Aiden Hutchinson who's not playing, that may be an issue, but it's Isaiah Bugs. He's not Aiden Hutchinson. And it's a message to the rest of the team. It really is. Exactly. You know, he can use a rotational guy and say, I don't care who you are. Uh, it's team first with the Lions. And I love that message. It has to be that way. You know, that has to be the mentality of the Detroit Lions. You got to be a team first team. You got to put the team before all, and you got to be able to play the game whenever and that's that's Dan Campbell right there he is a football guy we're not going to get away with this players are not going to play these games he's going to nip it in the butt just like he did and like you said it sends a message to everybody else okay we got to be in this game we got to be fully committed or coach Campbell is going to go ahead and sit us down Mike Kimber micro Mike as he's known on YouTube Lions Nation Unite joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line so let's do a quick glance uh, through both sides of the ball and special teams. Uh, what do you really like about the Lions special teams unit, punting, kicking, kickoff return, punt return? Well, what stands out to you that could change the game on Thursday? Well, their coverage unit on special teams has been amazing. It was amazing last year, and we've seen it in preseason, that they're not allowing the big return happening. And we do have multiple players that can do kick return. Maybe they throw Jameer Gibbs back there, but you got Khalif Raymond who can do punt return, kick return. you got so many speed players on the defense that can do it as well. So, And as we know, we've seen it throughout the years that the Lions' return unit is really good. The question mark is the kicking. Can Riley Patterson make the big kick past 53 yards? That's a question mark. 
Lions secondary. Secondary, I absolutely love it. You got CJ Gardner Johnson who can run over the field. He could play the nickel. He could play the safety. You have a player like Brian Branch, who I think is going to be utilized a lot in this game. He's going to he's going to be a matchup nightmare for any of the offensive weapons. I thought he'd be utilized against Travis Kelsey, but if he doesn't play, you're going to see him make some plays there. And then Kirby Joseph, the interception machine, roaming the field and getting the interceptions. I love the Lions' new look secondary, and I think it's going to be an impact and one of the reasons why we win this game. Tane Campbell and Glenn were talking about how they love the Lions' linebacking room. Your thoughts on the linebackers Thursday night against the Chiefs? Much improved from what we've seen in years past. You got Jack Campbell, who just tackles everybody. The guy is almost a veteran, even though he's a rookie. He finds the hole between the defensive line and he makes the tackle. Alex Anzalone is a veteran. Last year, you've seen what he did second half of the season. He was showing a lot of speed, a lot of quickness. And then Derek Barnes, the biggest improvement, I think, this whole offseason for the Detroit Lions linebacking core you got a solid group, and it's going to do good in coverage as well as stopping the run. Prior to uh, the Combine, we talked about weaknesses here on the Huge Show across Michigan defensively for the Lions and maybe as a team, and they centered on the linebackers, which I agree with you, massive upgrade from a year ago, and concerned about depth on the defensive line, and now you have so much depth, you can flat out tell Bugs he's not going to be in the rotation. The depth is amazing across the whole defense, and you're 100% correct. I mean, we got seven edge rushers right there that can get it done, and you could rotate them in and out. And Isaiah Bugs, like you said, he was a player that was used a lot last year. We can sit him down. Why? Because we got players like Levi Uzurike who came in here this season and was able to produce and stay healthy, giving the Lions extra depth there. And at linebacker, I mean, you got Malcolm Rodriguez right now, who was one of the players who was a main linebacker for the Lions last year, who's now going to be number four. And it just shows you the better depth that they have. They went into this offseason, they acquired talent, and it really has helped the defense out. And I think we're going to see that on Thursday. Mike Kimber, known as Micro Mike on YouTube, part of Lions Nation Unite, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Looking ahead to Thursday night, Chiefs and the Lions in KC. All right, let's flip over to the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Lions O-line. Such a great piece to this whole football team. Last year, we didn't have Halapluti Vatevaitai, a right guard. He is healthy. Now we get to see one of the best offensive lines last year with an addition to Halapluti Vatevaitai, who I talked to Lomas Brown last year before the injury, and he said he's one of the better pieces on this line. So now you're getting a player who can be on the right side next to Pedesu and Frank Ragnow and just – own the line of scrimmage. And with no Chris Jones over there, I think the Lions are going to be able to run the football and protect Jared Goff. Lions tight ends, uh, decent depth there. Absolutely decent depth. James Mitchell, who we drafted last year in round five, shown in preseason that he's going to take that next step. He's fast, he can get open, and he catches everything. Brock Wright, who we had last year, he's been on this team, is still the number three, in my opinion. Of course, you get Sam Laporta, who we drafted in the second round, who is more of a player who can get open in space and make those critical catches. The depth at tight end is just amazing, and it continues to show that Jared Goff is going to throw the football their way. If they get one-on-one, they'll get open and beat those linebackers. Great depth there. 
Lions wide receivers, and again with no JMO for six games. This may that is, th- this may yeah. be the one spot where you start to wonder about depth, like if Brown gets knocked out or Raymond goes down. One hundred percent. This is the one position that you probably don't want to have a ton of injuries on here. You know, you got Amon Ross St. Brown, who's the number one, the GOAT. And now if he goes down, it's going to put a lot of pressure on the rest of the wide receivers. We do like Khalif Raymond fast. He can play X. He can play anywhere on this offensive. But if you don't have Jamison Williams and St. Brown, it's going to be looking like two years ago, Lions wide receivers. And then you have to focus on using Jameer Gibbs or focus on using these tight ends. That's the one position I think is probably the weakest on offense. Uh, Lions running backs, uh, complete flip uh, from the backfield with Swift and Williams a year ago. I think this is a, a, a huge strength on this team as long as they stay healthy. 100%. I think it's a clear upgrade from last year. We had Jamal Williams, who I absolutely love, but if you look at David Montgomery, I think he's a player who can you know, break those tackles more than Jamal Williams did. And, and Jameer Gibbs is a player like DeAndre Swift, but an upgrade who is healthy. And upgrading this running back room all around is really important because if you want to win football games, you got to keep Patrick Mahomes and all these elite quarterbacks on the sideline. And with a great offensive line and the upgrade at the running back room, but they're going to be able to do sustained drives. I love what they did there. We have yet to see David Montgomery. And on Thursday, we're going to see him get those critical two, three yards. And the quarterback depth is the best, I I will say this, ever that I can remember. Maybe when you had Pete and Kramer, but you didn't have a one, you had a bunch of twos. But I'll say modern era, uh, the Lions QB depth with Goff, Bridgewater, and Blau, one, two, and three, I'll take it all day long. I'll take it all day long. And that's been my critique for the Lions for the past 10 years is the backup quarterback position because if Jared Goff goes down, you're in a world of hurts. Now Teddy Bridgewater, he come in here and he really held that backup position role. So if Jared Goff does go down for a series or more, you can rely on Teddy Bridgewater to be that leader for Detroit on offense and the quarterback to distribute the football to the weapons. And David Blau, not a bad guy to have on the practice squad i mean just a couple years ago he was starting for the thanksgiving day game so if that's your number three right now in hen and hooker in development due to injury this is a great position and the depth is extremely high and that's what you do you build the depth at the quarterback position and all around because you feel you can go the distance and that's what this team has teddy bridgewater jared goff blau and hooker are a great great group of quarterbacks it will be interesting with the Kelsey hyperextended knee and Adam Schefter saying it will be a game-time decision on Thursday for the Chiefs. If he's in, naturally he won't be at 100%, but do the Lions have someone who can cover him? I start looking at the linebackers, and I'm saying, not sure. But then I start looking at Branch, and could they get creative defensively and put him on Kelsey? It will be, if he's playing, then who, who do you think covers Kelsey? You know, you just said it right there. I think Brian Branch is an individual who they will use on Travis Kelsey if he's out there because he is fast, because he can 
keep up with the speed that Travis Kelsey has, and he's physical. So that would be the player I'm looking at for Travis Kelsey if he is out there. They trust Branch, and Branch has shown that he is capable to be in a big position like this, covering one of the best tight ends in all of football. Aaron Gorin and Brian Branch, Watch that if Kelsey does play on Thursday. Good stuff. Mike Kimber, part of Lions Nation Unite. Micro Mike on YouTube talking about the Lions and the Chiefs Thursday night in KC. Before I let you go, uh, your huge prediction, final score in the NFL kickoff game. A lot of people says Kansas City, but I'm going Detroit Lions to win this game, 32 to 28. I think with Jameer Gibbs, not a lot of people knowing what they're going to do with him on offense, and the Lions' new look secondary. I think they pull off the upsets. Lions one and zero, and looking really good for this season. Well said, Mike. Good stuff. Enjoy the game. We'll talk soon. All right, have a good one. All right, Mike Kimber, Micro Mike, Lions Nation Unite, part of the Herman Moore football empire. He isn't drinking the Kool-Aid. No, I don't need that anymore. They're too legit, too legit to quit. They're going to win it on Thursday night in KC. Our Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans. Huge question of the day. Are you with me? And now... With Micro Mike, I got Lions 38, Chiefs 35. You can drop your huge predictions at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Opt in on the Huge Text Chain. It's free to Texas. Text the word HUGE to 21,000 or on air. Your huge prediction on Thursday night on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. We do have an update on the Folds of Honor Collegiate Golf event taking place at beautiful American Dunes in Grand Haven on Michigan's West Coast. Michigan State is now only five shots off the lead. This is day two, round two. They now trail South Carolina by only three. They picked up four shots since our last update. I did have J.P. Martin drop a comment on the Huge Show Facebook page. Hey, what about Bradley Smithson out of Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern? Don't your kids go to that school? I said, yeah, I know. His dad, Gary, has been a club pro. I think working in the golf cart business now. Yeah, good guy. Big swing. But the game of golf isn't always about a big swing. It's about putting and chipping. The Bradley is part of that Michigan State squad that's making a move right now. Also, August Mikoff from the Spartans roster. He's only two back behind Nick Matthews. That's on the individual leaderboard. You can follow everything at AmericanDunesGolf.com. And remember, action goes until 7 tonight. If you're living along Michigan's West Coast, free to get in. Free shuttle just about two blocks away. On-site beverages, food. Go to Ad Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. And Bradley Smithson is sitting at plus five, so he birdied recently because he was plus six when I checked in. Bradley out of Michigan State. I know Gary, his dad, always been a proud pop. A couple good golf swings in that family. So you can follow the leaderboard at AmericanDunesGolf.com. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. 
I will join us coming up within 30 minutes. An update on Michigan football. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com on that road game in Kansas City. Doug Skeen from the Michigan Football Podcast. He does weekly with Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com. And Graham Couch on the Spartans. Have they found some offensive weapons after game one against CMU? We will hear from Graham coming up later. You want to join in? Budweiser Folds of Honor, limited edition cans, huge question of the day. Are you with me on the Lions 38, Chiefs 35? Join us at 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks, and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the huge show and x's and bros or just text golf to 21,000 to enter that's golf to 21,000 the trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf all brought to you by my friends at labat blue light so grab a labat blue light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies because blue is for michigan summers and great times always enjoy responsibly copyright 2023 labat usa buffalo new york all rights reserved labat is a registered u.s trademark of labat brewing company ltd make sure you listen weekly to our moving ferris forward interviews with ferris president bill pink and other leaders who are moving ferris forward find out more about big rapids and ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature shots, and Roots legendary hospitality. And you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RootsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Look for the Pure Michigan Mix Frozen Drink available at participating McDonald's across Michigan through September 10th. You could score some great prizes from Pure Michigan Coca-Cola and McDonald's. Look for that Pure Michigan Mix through September 10th at participating McDonald's. Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. 
Tuesdays are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. You can watch a Lions game on Thursday night inside your go-to live sports betting destination in our state, the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub. Herman Moore will be there on Thursday night for a Lions Chiefs watch party if you're in the Mount Pleasant area. We're making the trip there. Check it out. The Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub, your live bet. Sports destination. Cool place. And Herman. It's always great. I've hung out there a couple times with him with the NBA Draft Day, NFL Draft Watch Party. Uh, R sent an interesting tweet. How are the Chiefs putting up 35 with the worst wide receiver room in the NFL? Juju Smith-Schuster, McCole Hardman, and Tyreek Hill gone over the last two seasons. And then you mix in the possibility of no Travis Kelsey with the hyperextended knee. You know why? Because they still have Mahomes. The dudes like Magic, like Curry, makes everybody, Michael, everybody better around them. But the huge prediction stands. Lions 38, Chiefs 35. Now, if you miss any of our podcasts, huge opinions, interviews, or full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions. Big name guest, Superfly Hayes, is our executive producer. Lions and the Chiefs are a little over 48 hours away. Soaring Eagle Tuesday means I'm going to remind you that you can watch a game with Herman Moore on Thursday night inside Michigan's go-to live sporting destination, destination, the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub. Inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant, Herman Moore having that watch party with the Lions and the Chiefs on Thursday night. Our Budweiser Folds of Honor. Limited edition cans, huge question of the day. I made the prediction, add huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook earlier. Lions 38, Chiefs 35. You with me? You can comment on air on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Easiest way is add HUGE show on Twitter, the HUGE show on Facebook. And also, you can opt in on the HUGE text chain. 
Text the word HUGE to 21000. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com team in a few minutes on the latest coaches poll. Top 25, Michigan remains at number two. They do get a first place vote. Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Ohio State, now Florida State, and Keon Coleman at number five. Speaking of Keon Coleman, I had this question. I said, you know what? We got David Gregory from Bull Rush Sports. He's a sports agent certified by the NFL PA and a lawyer. How did Florida State get Keon Coleman and Auburn get Peyton Thorne from Michigan State? Yes, I get the transfer portal, the one-time transfer. But is there a recruiting process? Are agents involved? How much money did Coleman get? What did Thorne get? Do you got to ask permission from the school you're taking players? And I said, you know what? I'm going to bring in a guy who knows about NIL, knows about intercollegiate athletics, and the next level in the NFL from Bull Rush Sports, David Gregory, will join us at the end of this hour. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, in about 60 minutes, his weekly podcast at TheWolverine.com with Chris Ballas on Michigan's first game. And what about game two against the mighty Rebels of UNLV? And Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal. As Michigan State struck gold with their quarterback and offensive weapons. Are Spartan fans reading too much into one half of football against the chips of CMU? So we'll hear from Graham Couch coming up later. Also, Golf Channel just went on with live coverage of the Folds of Honor Collegiate Invitational. 18 teams on Michigan's West Coast at American Dunes Golf Club in Grand Haven. Michigan State is making a big run this afternoon. Play is free to get in. Free shuttle to the course. Just a two-minute shuttle. I do have the quick link for the free tickets up until 7 p.m. tonight. Tomorrow, I think 11 a.m. until 7 p.m. when they'll crown a champion. Go to Ad Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. I was looking at the leaderboard earlier. Michigan State was making a run, and August Mikoff was in the hunt for the individual title. Again, they still have the rest of today and tomorrow to go at beautiful American Dunes. And, hey, those of you that haven't played there, it does cost a lot, upwards of 200 bucks a round, but you can go walk the course, feel the patriotism for free today until 7 and all day tomorrow. Now, before we get to Anthony Broom, I did want to update the leaderboard. From the Folds of Honor Collegian at American Dunes in Grand Haven on the west side of our state. Michigan State now is down seven. South Carolina at minus five as a team. Arizona minus one. Michigan State in third place right now at plus two. Arkansas and Little John Daly at plus five. Florida State plus 11. Memphis plus 12. Notre Dame plus 14. Indiana's dropped now to plus 18. Man, the wind is howling. I'm watching the Golf Channel coverage. I mean, it's blowing like crazy. Grand Valley State is plus 20 today, plus 33 as a team. They're in the 15th spot. You can follow the live scoring at americantunesgolfclub.com, and we'll talk more about that coming up in a few moments. Let's go to Tyler in Grand Rapids. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Huge, man. How you doing today? I'm doing good, buddy. 
Hey, I'd like to do a little closest to competition with you with the score. You said 38-35. I say Kansas City 38-27, right? Okay. Whoever score whoever scores closer has to buy a round of nine of golf. A round of what? Golf? Yeah, man, you're so bro. I love listening to your show, man. I, I never golf. golf. We never, we never do the show from golf courses. I'm never at golf courses. All right, I'm, <laughs> you, you'll be the only guy. You know what? Put them on hold, Superfly. Hold on one second, Tyler. You're listening in GR ninety six one. I'll make the bet. Who's ever closer? We're not going to do live sports betting, but I'll make a friendly bet. Put them on hold, Superfly. Thank you. All right. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, we'll. Uh, did I hang up on him? That's why, you know, Anthony Broom's getting anxious. He's a big-time rock star at TheWolverine.com. You hung up on him. Uh, Hank in Lake City listening on 93.7 FM, The Ticket, from Cadillac to Traverse City. You can hear that station. You're on The Huge Show. Hey, how you doing, Huge? Hey, Hank. How's life in Lake City? Oh, it's awesome. Sun is shining, 92 degrees, cutting up some chicken, getting ready to grill. But, hey, I don't think Kansas City's going to score 35, but Kelsey out. So what's the final score then? What's your huge prediction? Um, I'm going to think they're going to go get 28. I think Detroit's going to beat them, but I don't think they're going to be as potent as they think they are because, hey, two new wide receivers. Right. And and Kelsey's a little banged up right now. Hey, I'm, I'm with you, buddy, and the Lions are the best roster uh, going into a season I've ever seen. Anthony Broom, Wolverine.com, the Wolverine.com, Michigan Insider, have you been a lifelong Lions fan, Anthony? I have. Uh, and I was happy to wait there for a second. I got to sip on a little extra Lions Kool-Aid here on a Tuesday. Yeah, but I, you know, I've been on this theme uh, all summer where it's not the typical Kool-Aid, Anthony. I, I, I talked about depth. I went through it with Micro Mike, YouTuber, Lions follower, earlier on the show. Uh, you know, their weakest spot right now with J-Mo out is the depth at wide receiver. Yeah, uh, that's it's a bit of a concern. I mean, you, you need that guy. I mean, we know that they should be able to, um, they should be able to run the ball. They have a good offensive line, but you know, I I always get a little leery about those teams that can kind of cheat up uh, if you don't have someone that can can hit you over the top of a defense. So, uh, but hey, I I'm with you. I think that on paper, maybe maybe the best Lions team I've. You know, maybe not since I've been alive. Uh, I was around for some of those teams in the '90s, but uh, yeah, they're as they're as good and as, as deep as they have been. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they can do. All right, let's move on from the Lions. I'll get your prediction on that game when we're done. But right now, Michigan uh, coaches poll comes out. Uh, no surprise there. No change. They're number two. It is interesting now, and maybe it's the Twitterverse, social networks. Uh, so much info out there, but. If you're not playing four complete quarters, your fan base is going nuts. Yeah, and that's that's going to happen. Uh, you know, you look at that football game, and on paper, uh, a 36 point favorite, you win 30 to three, and and really the three is kind of an asterisk. Uh, East Carolina kicks a sad, one of the saddest field goals I've ever seen at the end of the game. Uh, but hey, get your points, get your 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 moment, whatever it is. Um, you know, when you look at Michigan, I mean, they had the snafu down on the goal line, uh, which is a bit of a, a bit of a trend in the last few games that they've played. Um, you know, they, they've started their opening drive on the two-yard line. They, and again, I'm not making excuses. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, there were a couple of things that led to that being probably a little bit closer on the scoreboard than what it actually looked like. Uh, you want to see your second team come in. 
see that big of a drop-off, just in case there's an injury at some point somewhere throughout the year. Uh, but I think overall the way I described it was, was workmanlike. Um, you know, there's a little bit of juice missing just because of the Harbaugh stuff that's going on. I, I think they did miss that fire and that killer in- instinct just a little bit on the sidelines on Saturday afternoon. But I, I don't need this team to look like, you know, gangbusters in, in September. We know it's going to build to something bigger as the year goes on. And everything that I saw from them that registers as, you know, a bit of a question mark, you know, like the run game, the offensive line, those are things that are going to get ironed out. I have no doubts about that at all. Uh, the pass rush was far better uh, than the, the lack of the sack in that game would indicate. So uh, special teams, maybe a little bit of an adventure, maybe something that uh, people should should put down as, as something to be concerned about or something to keep an eye on. But overall, uh, I think about what I expected. What surprised you about the game and what disappointed you? If you had to go to both questions here with answers, what would they be? Uh, I think surprise me would probably be uh, I thought the offensive line would be better. I think, you know, on paper coming into the season, obviously you have some new guys up front, Drake Nugent and Miles Hinton come over from Stanford. They didn't really get a ton of action in the spring. So, uh, you know, the fact that there's there's a bit of a lack of communication I see on film, and, and that's something that should improve with time. And uh, I just think that offensive line will wind up being fine. But the fact that, you know, they weren't – you know, they weren't able to run the ball, even though it was a bit of a, you know, they were loading the box and, and hey, credit to Michigan's offense. You know, when a team is loading the box against you, you got to be able to throw the football. And they did that extremely well. Uh, we'll see how sustainable that is. East Carolina was, I believe, the nation's 128th ranked pass defense last season. Don't look a heck of a lot better coming into this year. But, um, yeah, like I said, I, I think disappointment-wise, you, you would have liked to see Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum uh, break off a few more big runs, uh, see them maybe light up the stat sheet a little bit more. But uh, I think at the end of the day, the fact that everyone comes out of that game mostly unscathed as it pertains to injuries is is my biggest takeaway. And from week one to week two, what are you expecting? What should the Michigan fans be expecting when it comes to a different set of head coaches and still no hardball? Well, I think that I think we're going to see the pass rush record um, a, a few sacks. I mean, I was going to say a few more, but anything's more than zero. So I think we're going to see them rack up some of those sack numbers. I think they will run the ball better. Uh, there were people on social media saying that Blake Corum looks like he's lost a step. I just saw a guy that one was tentative. I, you know, there's some natural rust to knock off when you haven't been on the field in eight or nine months and, and you know, the contact was limited in camp. I, I have no doubts that Mike Hart will have him ready to go. Um, you know, there weren't as many wide open running lanes to, to get through either due to some of those communication issues up front, due to the fact that, again, I mean, ECU was, was, is, did what I think a lot of teams will try and do this year and, and not let Michigan beat them on the ground. So you have credit where credit's due there, but I do think that that run game uh, probably has a, a big day on Saturday and, and with both backs making a lot of plays. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, a Michigan insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Uh, when you look at the Big Ten for week one, uh, who is your most impressive team? Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to be impressed with what we saw at Penn State. I know that game was probably a little bit closer than people expected, but the hype around them, yeah, you know, their defense and what their offense has a chance to be, I think is legitimate. Uh, I, I think 
at least out of week one, everything, you know, week one is overreactions week. I think that if you're looking for someone that maybe is a little better positioned to be, you know, a, phys- a more physical challenge for Michigan in this Big Ten conference, I think it's Penn State. Uh, you know, I was surprised. I was surprised by the fact that Ohio State struggled the way it did at Indiana, given, um, again, I know they're breaking in a new quarterback and then there's some some things still to sort out there, but uh, their offensive line play was not good. And, and that's something that, again, I, again, it might be something like Michigan where better communication, more reps together, gets it figured out. But, you know, I, I think my biggest takeaway from the weekend is that the pecking order to me is still Michigan sitting there at the top, uh, Penn State sitting there at number two, and then Ohio State has a lot of work to do. But what I saw on Saturday, that's a team that could lose two, two or three games this year. I look at the first weekend in the Big Ten, and for what it's worth, and with some decent opponents, others playing dog teams, I think Michigan's journey to an undefeated season, the only possible hiccup, I believe, sits there at Penn State. That's about the only team I watched, and I said, they got enough if their quarterback continues to mature and grow. It will be at Penn State, which is one of the most hostile environments in the Big Ten. I know Ballas said that would be... Uh, their only loss, I know I've said undefeated, but uh, that game right there kind of pulses at me after one week in the Big Ten. Yeah, and, and I saw that as a coin flip game coming into the year. So, I mean, I picked Michigan to go 12-0, and but certainly if they lose at Penn State, it's not going to be very surprising if it does happen. Uh, we saw it almost happen two years ago. Tough place to go play. And, you know, Penn State, to their credit, I mean, and again, it could be, you never know. It could be fool's gold. Um, you know, last year they had, I believe, the nation's. Uh, it was a top three or four run defense. They come into Michigan and get run onto the tune of 400 plus yards. So, uh, you know, Penn State's got to keep proving that too. Uh, but certainly, you know, if Michigan goes to Penn State and drops the game, I mean, it, it just it's going to be interesting to see because those pecking order games start on October 21st. When you look at, you know, uh, you know. Penn State coming to play at Ohio State, and Michigan goes goes and plays at Michigan State, and then it's kind of that's kind of where Big Ten season to me really kind of begins to to start getting an idea of where that pecking order is at. So we'll see what happens. Was impressed with Penn State. Always going to kind of be leery of them because the post you know Saquon Barkley years have been so up and down. But I think this is their best roster they've had since then. His name is Anthony Broom. He's an insider at TheWolverine.com. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee. Cast line, Michigan Week 2 against UNLV Saturday. At the Big House, you can follow everything University of Michigan Athletics at TheWolverine.com. Also, Anthony Clayton. I think Chris did a podcast last night. You got the Skeen Ballast podcast all at TheWolverine.com. We'll hear Skeen on the radio in less than an hour. Anthony, appreciate the Wolverine update. Of course, Lions 35, Chiefs 31. Yeah, and I was just going to ask you that. There you go. Lion, there, you know what? Everyone we talked to on air today has picked the Lions. Nobody has picked the Chiefs. They're going to unveil their Super Bowl win over the Eagles. Probably show a trophy like a Lombardi and their big rings. And the Lions are jumping on that bus to KCI with a W. Thank you, Anthony. Of course. Thank you, guys. Yeah, the confidence in the Lions. This isn't Kool-Aid. This is confidence, and it's real. Our Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans. Huge question of the day. You could answer it. Are you with me on Lions 38, Chiefs 35? 
Some are saying I'm too high on the total. I'm giving the Chiefs. My, how things have changed in Michigan. You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opted on that HUGE text chain. Text word HUGE to 21,000. Golf Channel has live coverage from Grand Haven, American Dunes, the Folds of Honor Collegiate. Play will continue till around 7 p.m. tonight. Free to get in. Free shuttle to take you there. About two blocks away. Concessions, beverages sold on the course. I have that ticket and info at Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. Looking at the individual leaderboard. Last check. Austin McCullough and August Mikoff from Michigan State are only three back of Nick Matthews from NC State, who's at four under. They're at one under, and it's a howling win. Crazy out there. Also, other Michigan State golfers, for those of you listening across the state, Drew Hackett for the Spartans is plus two on the tournament through 11. Bradley Smithson out of Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern's golf program. Now a Spartan, he's plus five, so he's been going back and forth between plus six and plus five. Grand Valley. The only D2 school in that prestigious Folds of Honor collegiate. Manuel Q. Vargas is plus 10. Charles Cooley uh, is plus 10 from Grand Valley. Bryce Wheeler at plus 15. Those are some of the numbers. A team leaderboard. I think South Carolina was in control. They lead Arizona by four shots. Michigan State now is back eight. The wind is crazy. I'm talking 20, 25, 30 miles an hour, and a lot of that wind from the south and off of Lake Michigan is right in your face on those holes. Uh, leaderboard updates, you can follow American Dunes Golf Club. Com. That is AmericanDunesGolfClub.com. Final day is tomorrow. And like I said, free to get in, free shuttle. Uh, they're selling beverages and concessions on the course. Go to at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook to get your free tickets. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Friday, October 27th, TVs and Practical Jokers are up to their usual trips. If you're not here, you are missing out. It's the Tenderloins at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Sal, James, and Brian for two shows and twice the last. 7 and 10 p.m. Tickets start at $59. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Don't miss the Drive, 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 Drive Tour with the Tenderloins, October 27th. Party hard, laugh louder. Details at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. No one cares what you've been through. 
No one cares about your hopes, your dreams, your desire to make a difference in this world. Guess what? That isn't true. Law enforcement cares. That's why people join the force. Maybe they came from a world where those things are true. Maybe they didn't. But here's something they have in common. They do care. Maybe you should consider being around people who truly care about you. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and start the conversation. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Look for the Pure Michigan Mix Frozen Drink available at participating McDonald's across Michigan. Through September 10th, you could score some great prizes from Pure Michigan Coca-Cola and McDonald's. Look for that Pure Michigan Mix through September 10th at participating McDonald's. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Tuesdays are presented by the incredible Soarin' Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. They have our state's go-to live sporting destination, the Ascend Sportsbook at nightclub. And during the football season, that place is rocking. And Thursday night with the Lions season opener, you can watch the game with Herman Moore, the former Lion, at the Soarin' Eagle Casino and Resort. In Mount Pleasant, inside the Ascent Sportsbook and Nightclub. Let's go talk about the Lions and the Chiefs Thursday night, Arrowhead Stadium. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. How you doing, my friend? Huge, doing just fine. Thanks for having me. All right, from a year ago to where we are now, where is this team better and where have they stepped back if there's any spot they have? Uh, let's start with where they step back. I don't think they're quite as strong at wide receiver right now. I don't think it's a, a, a necessarily a weak group, but I don't think they're I don't think they're as strong as they were at wide receiver. And it wasn't, you know, an all pro group, but you know, they had one very very good receiver there, and Amon Ross St. Brown, and, and some really good complementary receivers. But I think just you know the the thing with uh, with uh, Williams, uh, God, I can't remember his first name now. Jamo. I'm sorry, Jamo Williams. That's really kind of set him back because they were expecting him to be their, you know, their home run hitter, and it hasn't worked out that way for a variety of reasons. But, but I think when they're better, I think they're better up front on the, on the, the defensive line. I think they're better at linebacker, and I think they're better at at secondary. And for a team that needed a boost defensively, uh, even though they played well in the last ten games, uh, to have those three units uh, improve in one year, I think is is has really targeted. They really targeted. What, what they considered a strength, went after it and did something about it. Now I think it's a pretty good unit. 
Yeah, Mike. And Michael here, by the way, from DetroitLions.com, senior columnist, insider when it comes to the Lions and the NFL, joining us on the Roast Homer Coffee guest line. Yeah, I was breaking down during hour number one, uh, every group, you know, from special teams to return. Hey, you go down the list, and there's two concerns, I think, with this team right now. It would be wide receiver depth, and it would be can the kicking game hit a big field goal and a long enough field goal to possibly win games? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I really do. I know Robbie Patterson had a a good year and a part of the season a couple of years ago with the Detroit Lions. Ended up signing last year with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And if you just look at his stats, well, he played pretty well. I was I was surprised that they made him, you know, let him go and let uh, or didn't didn't re-sign him, put him out on the market, and the Lions signed him. But hasn't been as good. I, I don't think. Obviously, hasn't been as good. To date, but you know he's got a, a chance now. He can rectify that all by playing when it counts, and that's in the regular season. Heck, but the rest of special teams, huge. And I think you might you'd probably agree with me that that's been historically a good unit for the Detroit Lions. For whatever reasons, they've had head coaches who who really really liked that unit, really paid a lot of attention to it, and hired good good coordinators to coordinate the unit. And once again, with Dave Pitt as the coordinator and who else they have on on that on that unit, it's once again it's it's a really good unit. Uh, who are you really curious to see in a Lions uniform for the first time on Thursday night against the Chiefs? Well, it's more than one, but if I had to think of think of one, probably Jameer Jameer Williams, the running back. Uh, Signed, you know, twelfth overall in the first round. Uh, surprised to, to some people, a lot of people, myself a little bit too. Not surprised that they took him. I thought he was a first round player. I just didn't think he'd go twelfth overall, and I thought they would go defensively with the first, you know, with their first pick, which was sixth before they traded up to, to get him. But I, I just think he's got a chance to be a special player. Now, when we say special, first thing we think about for a lot of us, and myself included, is you know Barry Sanders, Billy Sims, that type of special. That's that's the Hall of Fame of running backs, okay? But this kid is—he's got ability. He's got—he can catch the ball. He can—he can obviously line up at running back, but he can also, you know, he can do a lot of different things. And one of them is split wide and play wide receiver, just like a wide receiver. So I want to see him, you know, the first two or three, four times he gets his hands on the ball and see what they do with them. Because I think it, to use that again, I think it'd be something special. Yeah, I look at Gibbs and Montgomery and the tag team there and the upgrade on Williams and Swift from a year ago. They're set. They got insurance. If Goff misses a series or a play or even a game with Bridgewater and even Blau being a third teamer, I think that's pretty solid for a guy who started some games in the NFL. The O-line depth, uh, where are they at on that? The O-line is the O-line depth. Was, I think it was, it was either uh, – uh, Brad Holmes or Dan Campbell said it the other day in one of the one of their pressers that they have they go six deep on the offensive line. Meaning they have six quality starting caliber players, and I agree with that. I thought it might be seventh with with Matt Nelson. He hasn't he hasn't really taken that step forward just yet. But with the starting five and, and, and Graham Glasgow. Uh, available as either an, uh, either either as a center or a, or, a, or a guard, and they are really really strong. I was listening to something on one of the stations today. I think it was might have been uh, might have been the NFL Network. I forget. And they were talking about the Lions. They said they have the second best uh, second best offensive line in the National Football League. Well, that might be true, but I'd like to see who's better. I agree. Uh, like I said, man, they just can't afford. You know, you can't lose like St. Brown right now any of those first six games until you get 
Uh, Jay Mobagi, I don't think you lose St. Brown as a go-to guy. Laporta, you know, no one's seen him. They're using him in different uh, situations. I know Ben Johnson's talked about using Gibbs in places people haven't seen, including during his time at Alabama and Georgia Tech. Can't wait for Thursday night. Lions at Kansas City. Full team coverage around the clock at DetroitLions.com. Michael Harrod doesn't sleep. He stays up. He mans the website game weeks, especially kickoff game in the entire league uh, with the Lions. And, and one thing. Something huge. What? Yeah. But the Detroit Lions are helping kick off the league. I mean, isn't that something? I know. What well, you know, game? now you're hearing Kelsey, hyperextended knee, Adam Schefter yep. confirmed that if they don't have him, they in the last couple of years, no Schuster, no Hardman, no Tyreek Hill. Yeah, they got the greatest quarterback in the league in Mahomes. They got the best home field advantage in terms of the crowd. Uh, but, man, if Kelsey's not there, that's big for the line. And Chris Jones, who arguably is the best defensive lineman in the league. Well, they also have Andy Reid, who is the best play caller in football right now. And he usually finds a way to get around things. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if he does it again and makes a game of it without, without Kelsey. Hey, man, you can follow everything, man. Uh, DetroitLions.com. Can't wait for it Thursday night. Mike, we'll talk Friday. Look back on game one for the Lions. Sounds good. Look forward to it. All right, Mike O'Hara checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Roast Umber, a craft coffee. The beans come up from Central America, roasted in Grand Rapids, served up at stores and retail outlets all across the state. Uh, check for one close to you. Go to RoastUmber.com. Also, you can order it up for your home or business and even purchase at your local retailer or get it sent to your home or workplace. Uh, the Nitro Cold Brew in a can. No additives, no sugars. Uh, just the ultimate uh, wake-up drink. Go to RoastUmber.com or look for it in your local stores. Up next, David Gregory from Bull Rush Sports. He's a certified NFL agent. Also an expert when it comes to NIL. He is a lawyer by trade. Uh, He did get Jake Witt out of Northern Michigan University drafted. The only standalone NFL agent. He's kind of like Jerry Maguire of Michigan. Well, there's a question that popped up in my head when I watched Keon Coleman just tear it up against LSU on Sunday night. And I'm thinking, okay, how did it, you know, we're on hardball about NCAA violations who contacted Coleman? How did he end up at Florida State? How much was he paid to leave East Lansing? And the same thing for Peyton Thorne. David Gregory from Bull Rush Sports. He's a sports agent. He knows NIL and how it works. He'll join us next. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare, and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 Money Pass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? 
that can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, and they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. We play for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Join the Purple Community and Van Andel Institute for the Pure Bar on the Blue Bridge experience on Wednesday night, September 6th at 7 p.m. All proceeds will benefit Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and education activities. Get more info at VII.org. Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. You can also listen weekdays 3 until 6 online at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. So I'm watching the Florida State second half where they were amazing. Looked like a team that could win it all uh, when it's all said and done in January. But Keon Coleman was the game changer for the Seminoles against LSU, who was number five going into that game. They dropped now to number 14. Florida State has moved up to five. Michigan still at two. And I'm thinking, how did Michigan State let this guy go? Well, I asked around a couple people I know connected to Michigan State. Same thing with Peyton Thorne to Auburn, who had a great debut in the SEC. And it was about NIL money. So my first thought thinking about those two players, was how does this process begin? Who reaches out to who? How does money exchange hands? Are schools made aware of it? Is it done privately by the kids? So I said, you know what? I got the perfect guy. He's our legal and sports business insider when it comes to the draft, senior bowl, combine, you name it. David Gregory is a certified NFL agent. He also is with Bull Rush Sports. They focus on Michigan football players. He got Jake Witt out of Northern Michigan, drafted uh, this past April uh, by the Colts. And also he understands NIL and compensation at the college level. And 
David joins us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Welcome back, my friend. Thanks a lot, Huge. How are you doing today? Doing good. All right, so uh, in the NIL process, from a lawyer, from a certified agent, uh, how does this work? So when Keon Coleman, and, and we'll use Thorne and Coleman from Michigan State, when all of a sudden they announce that, hey, we love you in East Lansing, we love our coaches, our teammates, but we're leaving Coleman to Florida State, Thorne to Auburn, how does that process begin? Do schools reach out? Do individuals on behalf of schools reach out? Do agents reach out? Who contacted Coleman or at least what the process was? And the same thing with Thorne to get this started where they eventually left. Well, Bill, uh, you know, schools can't directly reach out. That would be considered tampering. And although it does happen, it's generally not enforced heavily. But I do think coaches, from my experience and my understanding, is that coaches will then often contact an agent, a family member, a seven-on-seven coach, a junior college coach, some third party connected with the player. Uh, and whether that player uh, has expressed an interest to formally enter the portal or not, uh, it's generally the schools and collectives are often reaching out through a third party. So uh, there's a little bit of plausible deniability. Yeah, and in terms of money, uh, is that third party then making the NIL offer to the player, not the school, so that's how they avoid, quote, pay to play? Well, I think it's often, it's actually often, if I misspoke, Bill, I apologize, but it's often someone with the football program proper reaching out to a third party on behalf of the player. Uh, So, And then they have often coordinated with their collectives uh, formally or informally beforehand. So a lot of these players have hard offers even before they enter the portal, at least the very best prospects like like Keon Coleman. Yeah, so Coleman, who was fantastic. I tell you, you talk about NFL draft stock rising. Uh, Coleman against a top five athletic team, primetime TV. That guy just became one of the most coveted wide receivers in college football. I think that's exactly right, Bill. And, you know, he's probably playing better overall competition week in, week out uh, in the ACC to some extent. Um, And he will do nothing but continue to enhance his draft prospects. Uh, David Gregory, uh, Bull Rush sports agent. I want to jump back on Coleman and Thorne. So a third party is contacted, right? Uh, And they reach out then to the player or player's family, correct? That's uh, generally how it works, or at least that's the common understanding of mm. how it's often working. And then under NIL, name, image, and likeness, is there any definition that says you have to endorse this product? You have to do these uh, TV commercials that can use your face on a billboard? Is there any written definition of what NIL money needs to be used for to be deemed legal inside the NCAA? Well, there's really only a few different – there's really only some – certain banned activities. There has to be some reasonable exchange of value and you essentially can't endorse or use, uh, you can't endorse vice products like cannabis, uh, gambling interests, uh, um, alcohol, things of that nature. But that's, that's essentially the only thing that's truly off limits. As long as there's an exchange of value and it's not gambling, pot, or alcohol, or, or, or you know, adult industries, let's say, then it's pretty much free game and free free reign in terms of what subject matters can be endorsed. And there's no limit on money that can be offered to a player via NIL. Am I correct on that? 
You're correct, but there has to be a reasonable exchange of value. But I think that's not being policed particularly well at this point. Uh, and the lack of transparency and the lack of disclosure requirements, it's really even hard to tell. Hmm. Uh, I think that's almost impossible to police at this point. Yeah, so uh, a lack of uh, disclosure and enforcement, but uh, Harbaugh is setting out three games over a cheeseburger that he didn't know whether or not he bought it for a recruit. Well, I think that's, uh, you know, the irony that is the modern NCAA. You know, I don't think they didn't really want this NIL uh, regime. It was really forced upon them. And the fact of the matter is they don't like it, number one. And number two, they don't have the uh, resources to police it, even if they wanted it. So as a sports agent, and David Gregory of Bull Rush Sports, Michigan-based agent, he targets uh, Michigan uh, athletes. Uh, does a parent come to you if someone had interest in NIL or went to you and they wanted you to reach out to somebody or a third party reached out to them, who do you then contact at a school if that player, let's say at a D2 school, was ready to move up and play D1 in Michigan? Well, you probably you'd consider contacting a collective if there's one applicable, but probably the player personnel department or position coach uh, at that program for the player in question. You know, one thing that's really interesting, Bill, is teams have recruiting boards, and people are very familiar with that. But the reality is major programs have player personnel departments, and they are building portal boards, and they are using modern film tools from Pro Football Focus and Exos. They're evaluating literally every potential player in FBS, and they're building portal boards, and uh, essentially determining a, a value before a player even enters the portal, before it's even possible that he might enter the portal. The reality is that it's, it's like the pro scouting department of an NFL team. That's what's happening at the FBS level right yeah, now. Yeah, with no rules, though. And I, I believe that a school shouldn't be able to contact you until uh, you would enter the portal officially, and that means you're done at that school. But that will be a conversation for another time. I just want to get your thoughts with Coleman and – Thorne making their debuts last week and how they really could have helped uh, Michigan State, especially Coleman. David Gregory, Bull Rush Sports. Uh, when it comes to something connected to an agent, NIL, uh, the draft, the combine, we turn to him, a Michigan-based certified uh, NFL agent and lawyer. Thank you, David. Take care of yourself, my man. Thank you, Hughes. Talk right. to you soon. Yeah, David Gregory. There you go. So no rules, no enforcement. But let's go after Harbaugh. I swear to God, if I wanted to pay the $250,000 FCC fine, I would give you the most unbelievable 20 seconds of radio, but I can't. If you do want to catch up on our podcast interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering. 
inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are set to begin our number three on a Tuesday broadcast. Thanks to our friends at Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant. Don't forget Thursday night. Lions Chiefs NFL season opener inside Michigan's go-to live sports betting destination, the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub. Herman Moore will be hosting the watch party. All of Michigan is invited Thursday night to watch the Lions and the Chiefs at Michigan's go-to live sporting destination, the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub. Inside this hour, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s. He does the weekly Michigan football podcast with Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com. Skeen in just a few moments on week one. The good and bad for the Wolverines. Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal in less than 30 minutes. Did the Spartans find everything they need for the rest of the season? In terms of offensive standouts in that second half when they pulled away to beat CMU this past Friday night at Spartan Stadium. We'll talk to Graham Couch. We also threw out our Budweiser Folds of Honor, a huge question of the day. I made my huge prediction, add huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. Lions 38, Chiefs 35, are you with me or against me? You can join me on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. And also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE to 21000. Michigan latest coaches. College football top 25 poll, Michigan at two, Georgia at one, Alabama three, followed by Ohio State, Florida State bounces up after hammering LSU, USC six, Penn State seven, Washington eight. Yeah, hello, Big Ten 2024, Tennessee 9, Texas 10, Notre Dame 11, Utah 12, Oregon, welcome to the Big Ten at 13, LSU at 14, K-State, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Bomasona, they're at 17, Oregon State at 18, Wisconsin 19, Old Miss, Clemson, how'd Clemson stay in the top 25? And they're ahead of Duke. This is where I hate polls. Clemson is 21. Duke is 24. And Duke just embarrassed them last night. Oh, because Clemson has a football name. Hi, I'm Diablo Swinney. Colorado is only in at 25. This is the coaches poll. I guarantee in the AP poll, they're going to be seven spots higher. The coaches don't like prime time. They don't like them. They don't. They just don't like them. Has nothing to do. And I'm, please, I heard the race card all weekend. Stop that. He's so flashy and different. There's a reason that the duck, is it a goose 
what is it? Is it a duck? Daflack? It's a duck, it's a goose, whatever. Geese? I don't know. I know all they do is poop over fairways at Tullymore, and I can't stand it. Trying to beat Doug Skeen's score. Next thing you know, it's a goose poop fest. Why do you think they have them doing commercials with Saban, right? People thought that you couldn't clear out a roster like the NFL, what was it, 57 players or so, and win right away. He proved them wrong. I'm telling you, we just talked to David Gregory, the sports agent, about Keon Coleman, Thorne, NIL. No enforcement, no oversight, but Harbaugh's doing a three-game suspension. My God. Kills me. Primetime's not breaking any rules. He's setting his own rules. I'm talking in terms of players and how he does it. And it worked for one game, and they were well coached. Dynamic offensive play calling. Speaking of play calling, let's go get his thoughts on Michigan's fill-in head coach and assistants and the rotation for three games without Harbaugh. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, co-host on the Michigan football podcast with Chris Ballas at thewolverine.com. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Hey, Bill. Good to hear from you. Uh, so you watch game one. Uh, what were you expecting? What unfolded? And what did you take away from the Wolverine win? Well, certainly expecting a big win, which we got and we saw. I was expecting a little more effectiveness out of an offensive line on the ground game there. But in hindsight, knowing that we're rotating some tackles in there, and you got a new center in there, and it's a brand new year, and game speed is not practice speed, no matter what anybody says. It was a little clunky, so I wasn't all that, you know, I wasn't all that surprised at the end of the game. I, I, I absolutely expect that to get dramatically better here in the next couple of weeks, considering the steadiness, especially of the interior of the line. And even though they moved Barnhart over to left tackle, Trente Jones has played a lot of uh, time at right tackle. So as they figure out the final rotation here in the next couple of weeks, uh, I think that will all smooth out. The running game will improve, and we won't have Coram and Edwards dodging guys at the line of scrimmage having to make cuts when they're not supposed to be making cuts. Um, I think as a group, uh, the pass protection and the running game uh, blocking was all right and average. And I say those words with due respect to this, this offensive line, keeping in mind that they're expected to be one of the best in the country. So that's why getting just an average score for week one. And the fact that their offensive line coach wasn't there on the sideline with them, I think the other guys that were helping that group and coaching that offensive line did a nice job, but it's, it's got to be difficult when your guy, your coach, that these guys like so much and like to play for was not there. So I'm not too freaked out about that. The other thing that, that sticks out about the game, Bill, that we'll look back on is clearly we have a stud at quarterback. This kid can play. This kid can move. He keeps his eyes downfield. He can throw the football really well. And Roman Wilson obviously picked up where he left off last year, and so did Johnson. And so uh, the, the, the downfield passing game that we were hoping to see and talked about when we were over there at Tullymore certainly showed flashes in week one. Doug Skeen, part of the Wolverine.com Michigan football podcast with Chris Ballas, former Wolverine O-lineman, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee I guess on, yeah, I thought uh, J.J., wow, Uh, just amazing accuracy uh, has improved. 
I think they, you know, when you get a pile of eight guys in the box, if I'm East Carolina, you know, they're looking at the last time J.J. played. It really wasn't his arm. It was his mistakes. And if you're going to think you're going to go in and be in the game and you're a 36-point underdog, I load up the box. you got two guys coming off of injuries with Edwards and Corum, and I make J.J. beat me, and that's basically what he did. And that's exactly what happened. And for us fans, that we're hoping to see the, the next progression and the advancement of the Michigan passing attack. We got what we wanted. And I think there's more to come. Clearly, we've got a superstar in the making there and a couple players out there. And I would also mention that tight end, Loveland. This kid can catch the football. You throw him near his direction, he's going to catch it. And he's still a young guy. He's only a sophomore, Bill. So there's there's weapons on this offense. And I don't I don't have any concerns that Corman and Edwards are going to get going here. And uh, when this offensive line solidifies itself, and gets the you know the hundreds of game reps that are, that an offensive line needs to really get going. So in the next few weeks, we'll see that. And then if we continue to see this advancement uh, in this passing game, then now we're talking about Michigan being able to do the things in the playoff season. I know it's a long way away, but this is the kind of stuff we talked about all offseason that Michigan's going to have to do to compete with a big, big trophy. Doug, was there anything you saw where it really might be better week two? You mentioned the line, but individual play or players where you're like, okay, I saw I saw this coming, maybe just scratching the surface. Week two, uh, I could see more. Any of those names that popped out uh, to you from that game on the Michigan side? Well, I think that there's two players, you know, and of course I watch offensive line a lot. I think our new center in there, Nugent, to be fair, he's not Olubatimi from a year ago. He doesn't have the physical tools, but I think you know the the, the quality of football that that young man has played uh, before getting to Michigan is going to be a better reflection going forward than maybe what we saw on Saturday against East Carolina. And then the big Hinton kid there that came in and played at right tackle, he got bent at the waist a couple times and gave up a few pressures and pass protection. I read his comments after the game. He knows he's better than that. He's played better than that in practice. It sounds like he maybe just got caught up in the moment of being out there at Michigan Stadium in front of everybody in a live atmosphere. It is different. It is a little overwhelming at first. And so we're not going to kill any of these guys for their performance, but they probably should have been better than they were, and I think they will be better than what they were on Saturday. And I think when you look at the coaches' poll, Michigan stays at number two. Uh, a lot of fans... I think they wanted to see 60 to nothing. Also, with the age of sports betting, when your team doesn't cover the point spread, I think there's some backhanded angst uh, towards your squad when it looked like they were going to cover it. So a lot of variables. And when you don't have your head coach, you have a different guy in the sidelines. You don't have a position coach like you mentioned with the O-line. It's a different feel. And football is all about routines. Well, it's about routines, Bill, and when you're in that locker room, the coaching staff is included in, in, in you know your mentality as you take the field. Even in home games, when not everybody's there and all the familiar faces that you've been training with since January and working with toward these moments on Saturdays, and your head coach is missing, and your offensive line coach is missing, and your tight end coach is missing, and you got these shuffling things going on, I would imagine that it can be a distraction, but I think with those things considered, this group and this team handled it just fine. And they went out and took care of business, but maybe the betters aren't too happy about the way the final score ended up. 
But as a fan and as a former player, nothing happened on Saturday that makes me really, really worried. I just look at it and go, yeah, you know, week one, uh, you know, the opponent is who, who we kind of thought they were. Michigan took care of business, but there certainly was some positive stuff out there when you start talking about, you know, obviously the quarterback and some other stuff that happened. And we just kind of expect that all this other great Michigan football talent that we have on this field is only going to get better as in, in, in the few short weeks ahead. Doug Skeen, former Michigan offensive lineman, five-time Big Ten champion, late 80s, early 90s. Also a co-host with Chris Ballas on the Wolverine.com Michigan football podcast. The post-week one edition is up right now at the Wolverine.com. And let's remember this, like last year when we were complaining, and actually the quarterback change was happening. Uh, He's not showing a lot. They're not doing anything. Well, he's not going to show the playbook. Uh, You have games that you know you're going to win in East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green. Maybe even Rutgers, who hammered Northwestern, who looks like they've quit on the school. Uh, So I'm trying to figure out, you know, before you get to your big boy games, why show anything right now in week one? Well, Bill, and I'm glad you brought that up. Alice and I talked about that as as one of the things that I think should temper everybody's, you know, maybe concern about what didn't happen on Saturday if I'm the coaching staff and Coach Harbaugh working with his staff to cover this game here, you do, you, we didn't need to run the entire offense. Uh, it looked like a lot of base stuff to me, some pretty standard vanilla attack out there, and that goes on the defensive side of the ball, too. I didn't see any exotic blitzes or any kind of hidden stuff and playing games on the edge to bring heat off the edge or anything like that. I saw some twists out of the Michigan defensive line. I saw a lot of one-on-one, and that's fully expected when you look at the roster that you're playing against and you watch their film and you know what kind of experience they have and you you line up your team against their team and you say, okay, fellas, we're going in with about you know a fraction of our playbook on both sides and we're going to see how good we are at executing the fundamentals. And if that's the case, which I think it is, then the final score was probably a pretty good reflection of what we wanted to see. Doug Skeen, always a reflection of what we want to see in a broadcaster, a player, and a golfer. He's a legend. A living icon when it comes to any 18-hole layout, any football field, Doug. I appreciate the conversation. Enjoy week two, and I look forward to the next time we talk. All right, Bill. Thank you, man. Go Blue. All right, Doug Skeen checking in, talking about Michigan and their week one win over ECU. Remember Skeen and Ballas every week on the Michigan Football Podcast at thewolverine.com. Let's check in on the Folds of Honor Collegiate College Invitational. 18 teams made their way to Grand Haven, Michigan on our West Coast. All paying tribute to our country and the heroes from the military and first responders and making sure they help raise money and awareness for their children to be taken care of with scholarships. Michigan State is one of the co-hosts along with Florida State. Spartans actually have had a pretty good day, too. Now, play will continue until 7 p.m. tonight at American Dunes in Grand Haven. Free to get in. Free shuttle about two blocks away. You can check it out tonight or all day tomorrow for free. I have the free tickets and info at Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. Looking at the team standings right now. From the Folds of Honor Collegiate, South Carolina is at minus two. The wind is crazy. I'm talking, has to be 25, 30 miles an hour. Arizona is plus two. 
Michigan State is in third at plus three, only five shots back. Arkansas and Little John Daly at plus six. Florida State, the other co-host, at plus 12. Notre Dame, plus 13. Memphis, plus 14. Kentucky, plus 16. NC State, plus 19. And Oregon State is plus 22. Uh, Grand Valley State, the only D2 school in the field, sits at 13th right now. Behind them, Air Force, Howard, Army, Navy, and Florida A&M. You can follow all the scoring at AmericanDunesGolfClub.com. That's AmericanDunesGolfClub.com. Now, the leaderboard on the individual side, they'll have the individual champ and also the team champ, Nick Matthews. I was watching some of the coverage on Golf Channel during the breaks tonight until 7 p.m. Tomorrow, 4 until 7 p.m. out of North Carolina State. He's minus four, man. With this win, that's an amazing number right now. Zach Adams of South Carolina, minus three. Alex Goff from Kentucky at minus two, along with Cecil Belisle from Kansas at minus two. August Mikoff, Michigan State at minus one. Tiger Christensen from Arizona at minus one. Ashton McCullough, also a Spartan, out of East Lansing, even par on the tournament. Looking at other Michigan State golfers, Drew Hackett, at plus two. Grand Valley State's top guy is Drew Coble right now. At plus four, he has finished uh, for the day. Bradley Smithson out of Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern and their golf program. He's rebounding. He's only plus four. I think he was. I saw him at one point. Was a plus six or plus seven. So uh, the tournament until 7 o'clock tonight if you're in the Grand Haven, Michigan West Coast area. Uh, tomorrow, 11 a.m. until 7. Live coverage on Golf Channel if you get home tonight until 7 p.m. And tomorrow, 4 until 7. If you want the free tickets, free shuttle, all the info at The Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. In the den. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. The Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. We are looking for progress in our teams, but how do we measure it? For the Tigers, one important step has been taken, and that's the handling of the AL Central. The Tigers have guaranteed themselves a winning record against the division for the first time in 2016. One more win against Chicago this weekend, and they'll win the season set against all teams in the division for the first time since 2011. Only the Dodgers, Braves, and Mariners have better divisional records than Detroit. But unlike the Tigers, those teams are all postseason bound. It's a small step, and there's plenty of room for improvement for the Tigers. But it shows that these games do matter to these guys, and that's significant. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. 
This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan Tuesday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. Special thanks to our longtime friends at the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Thursday night, you can watch the Lions and Chiefs kick off the NFL season inside Michigan's go-to live sports betting destination, the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub inside Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant. Herman Moore, the former Lion, will be hosting a Lions watch party for that Chiefs game on Thursday. At Soren Eagle. I did make my huge prediction earlier today. I had Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook on the game 38 35 Lions. I mean, think about it. Hyperextended knee if Kelsey can't go. They've lost McCole Hardman, Tyreek Hill, Smith Schuster, for the receivers. They still have Mahomes, best quarterback in the game. It's in Kansas City, best home field. Advantage, but I just think the Lions have depth we've never seen before. Speaking of depth, uh, Michigan State second half, man, they surprised me. Uh, some guys on offense decided to step up after an ugly first half in their home opener against CMU. A little bit more comfortable with the Spartan Nation uh, now as they look ahead to Week Two, Richmond, and then uh, the Washington game. Graham Couch, opinion maker. For the Lansing State Journal, also a co-host on the Couch and the Rube podcast. You can find wherever you download podcasts. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. And Graham, that really was like two games in one. It was. And by the way, I'm a little disappointed you didn't transition with speaking of depth, Graham Couch here. Um, you know, and it just uh, that would have been that, that was, you know what? I missed that transition. To be honest, I'm looking at my TV in studio and I got the Golf Channel's coverage of Michigan <laughs> State's tournament that they're hosting with Florida State, the Folds of Honor Collegiate, which, by the way, you know, August Mikoff and uh, the Spartan team playing well. They've had a monster uh, second day. They're in the hunt. 
Yeah, no, that's a really cool event. I saw Jack Nicholas was over there on Sunday, and I mean that's a cool, it's a cool thing they've uh, they've got going on there. But to your point on the uh, the two games in one, it really was, and they sort of rescued the vibe at the end of the first half and, and carried it over. And so I, you know, it's one of those things when you're playing a team like Central, it's hard to prove anything about yourself, but you can have a lot of red flags, and you know, for a little bit there were some red flags and. To their credit, I mean, I, I think that, that drive at the end of the first half and Jerron Glover's two catches and the throws by um, Noah Kim and, and were, were really important. And then the defense just kept giving them back the ball uh, throughout the second half as they sort of found themselves. And, you know, that's something the defense hasn't done a lot in the last few years. And, and I know it's central and I know it's a you know, somewhat one-dimensional offense, but that, that was, uh, I think, an, an important sight. Well, what did you see? And again, it's Central, and they had a young quarterback, and you get Richmond this week, which is like a, a warm-up game before uh, Washington, where I think the Washington game will tell you where their athlete level is because uh, Washington's a legit top-10 team, a team that could you know, win college football's national championship there or this year, at least be a college football playoff team. Uh, what, what did you see that, if your message to the Spartan fan listening right now this gives the team hope maybe uh, to win games they didn't look like they would win just a week ago. Yeah, well, I think they grew into the game, and uh, and that's what you want. You, you'd rather, you know, I mean, that's, that's a good sign. I think there was some, um, you know, there were some, some nerves, as Mel Tucker said. I think they were a little, a lot of guys in new roles and, and new players. It's, it's, it's their first time, uh, you know, in, in that situation, and, once they figured it out, like they've got some playmakers that I think are potentially pretty high-end guys, some of their younger receivers. And I think we sort of always knew that their, uh, their 2022 class players are maybe their most talented in the program, and that, that, that class has not been shy about saying that. And a lot of those guys are in the secondary and at receiver, and, and you know, you, you're seeing it. You're seeing the talent. Now, there, there is some youth there, but, you know, I mean, obviously – Terrell Henry, Henry and, and, and Glover at receiver and, and Dylan Tatum and some of those guys, Magnum and, and at safety and, and uh, you know, Tatum at, at corner. Those are good, really good high-level athletes. Now, whether they're ready to be the guys that are relied upon, I mean, they're going to have to be in the secondary, and I think they tackle pretty well. So I, there were a lot of things that I think, as you looked at back at the game, a lot of questions that were either – answered somewhat positively or at least not answered negatively. Like we'll, we'll see what Noah Kim is when he's got to go toe to toe with a guy like Michael Penix in a couple of weeks and they've got to keep pace. Tackling in space is one thing. I think the secondary did that pretty well. And that's something that you either kind of have or you don't, but you know, what happens when that also they're tested in coverage? Like, what does that look like? And will that defensive line, which sort of took control of the game in certain ways, Will they do enough of it when they need to get to the quarterback or that secondary has no shot? And, you know, the, the, the one area that I think is of some concern uh, is the offensive line. They had some, you know, moments where they didn't get a push, a couple fourth and ones that didn't work out. I think they're fine at running back. And so they need, they need to make sure that unit is, is okay. And, and I don't think you leave that first game really uh, really sure about that or even thinking that it, it, it's leaning towards that not being a problem. Graham Couch, Couch in the Room podcast. Look for it wherever you download podcasts. Lansing State Journal opinion maker. 
Uh, Graham, appreciate your thoughts on game one for the Spartans, and we'll talk soon. Sounds great. Take care. All right, Graham Couch joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. If you wait long enough, the pendulum swings in the other direction. All across Michigan, police academies are filling up. In fact, new sections are being added to accommodate the brave men and women making the decision to protect and serve. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police commends and welcomes these selfless, community-minded officers joining our ranks. We know we have more work to do, and with your help, the pendulum will swing in favor for all of Michigan. Join the Purple Community and Van Andel Institute for the Pure Bar on the Blue Bridge experience on Wednesday night, September 6th at 7 p.m. All proceeds will benefit Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and education activities. Get more info at VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. talk about the Lions and the Chiefs on Thursday night. Lions Nation Unite. One of their featured guys off of YouTube, Micro Mike, Mike Kimber. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. What's up, my man? Hey, just enjoying the day. Two days till Lions face Kansas City. Super excited. How about you? I'm doing well. Uh, So hearing about Jones and the contract holdout, now the news that Adam Schefter confirmed about Kelsey with the hyperextended knee. They don't know if he'll play. I don't wish contract issues or injuries on anybody in any sport, but if they don't have Jones and Kelsey, that's two of their three best players outside of Mahomes. That's such a significant issue for this game. Again, Travis Kelsey, the target, number one target for Patrick Mahomes. If he's unable to play, that's going to give Aaron Glenn and this defense more opportunities really to make plays and lock down the receivers. And like you said, Chris Jones here, their best defensive player. And he looks like he's not going to be playing in this game. And the Lions offensive line intact. It's really going to give an opportunity for Detroit to pull off the upset. Why do you like the Lions to win on Thursday night in KC? And what concerns you? Both ends of the spectrum. I do like the Lions to win this game. I think that the Lions offense with Jameer Gibbs, no one really knows exactly how Ben Johnson's going to use him, but I think he's going to be all over the field, and it's going to give fits to the Kansas City defense. And when it comes to the defense, the turnovers, I mean, C.J. Gardner-Johnson and Kirby Joseph, I think they're going to come out here and get a couple turnovers to win this game. And concerns, obviously, is the crowd in Kansas City. It's going to be really loud. Can the offensive line not do false starts? Can the players live up to the big moments? It's always concerning when you're going to the Super Bowl champions home on opening game. That is a concern, but I do have the Lions living up to it. Yeah, there, there's so many different angles here, and they seem relatively healthy, which, again, no contract issues, nobody popping up on the injured list early in the week. Uh, these are all good things when it comes to the NFL. It's great news when it comes to the NFL. You know, relatively healthy. You got the Lions. Big V is finally going to be on the offensive line. No big injuries at all. I mean, you'll have depth players, but when it comes to Kansas City, they still got Patrick Mahomes. So it's great news for the National Football League. And you're having two teams coming at it and opening the game up. It should be a blast. 
Mike Kimber, Micro Mike on YouTube and also on the Lions Nation Unite. Uh, joining us on the huge show across Michigan, talking about Detroit and Kansas City on Thursday. Uh, the bug story, which again might be a little bit of him pouting, caught off guard. Did he do something that hasn't been made public? The coaches aren't going to go south on a player. I don't think it affects the team or anything connected to this game. I do not think it affects the team or this game as well. Isaiah Bugs is a good player. Let's not get that wrong, but he's a depth rotational defensive tackle. And look, you know how Dan Campbell is. You got to be football guy, football number one, and you take a practice off due to a non-injury issue. He's going to have a problem with that. And I think all the players, generally most of them, are on the same page. I don't think it affects anything. Now, look, if it's Aiden Hutchinson who's not playing, that may be an issue, but it's Isaiah Bugs. He's not Aiden Hutchinson. And it's a message to the rest of the team. It really is. Exactly. You know, he can use a rotational guy and say, I don't care who you are. Uh, it's team first with the Lions, and I love that message. It has to be that way. You know, that has to be the mentality of the Detroit Lions. You got to be a team first team. You got to put the team before all, and you got to be able to play the game whenever. And that's, that's Dan Campbell right there. He is a football guy. We're not going to get away with this. Players are not going to play these games. He's going to nip it in the butt just like he did. And like you said, it sends a message to everybody else. Okay, we got to be in this game. We got to be fully committed. Or Coach Campbell is going to go ahead and sit us down. Mike Kimber, Micro Mike, as he's known on YouTube, Lions Nation Unite, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. So let's do a quick glance uh, through both sides of the ball and special teams. Uh, what do you really like about the Lions special teams unit, punting, kicking, kickoff return, punt return? Well, what stands out to you that could change the game on Thursday? Well, their coverage unit on special teams has been amazing. It was amazing last year, and we've seen it in preseason, that they're not allowing the big return happening. And we do have multiple players that can do kick return. Maybe they throw Jameer Gibbs back there, but you got Khalif Raymond who can do punt return, kick return. you got so many speed players on the defense that can do it as well. So, And as we know, we've seen it throughout the years that the Lions' return unit is really good. The question mark is the kicking. Can Riley Patterson make the big kick past 53 yards? That's a question mark. Lions secondary. Secondary, I absolutely love it. you got C.J. Gardner-Johnson who can run over the field. He can play the nickel. He can play the safety. You have a player like Brian Branch who I think is going to be utilized a lot in this game. He's going he's to be a matchup nightmare for any of the offensive weapons. I thought he'd be utilized against Travis Kelsey, but if he doesn't play, you're going to see him make some plays there. And then Kirby Joseph, the interception machine, roaming the field and getting the interceptions. I love the Lions' new look secondary, and I think it's going to be an impact and one of the reasons why we win this game. Dan Campbell and Glenn were talking about how they love the Lions' linebacking room. Your thoughts on the linebackers Thursday night against the Chiefs? much improved from what we've seen in years past. You got Jack Campbell who just tackles everybody. The guy is almost a veteran even though he's a rookie. He finds the hole between the defensive line and he makes the tackle. Alex Anzalone is a veteran. Last year, you've seen what he did second half of the season. He was showing a lot of speed, a lot of quickness, and then Derek Barnes, the biggest improvement, I think, this whole offseason for the Detroit Lions linebacking core. You got a solid group and it's 
going to do good in coverage as well as stopping the run. Prior to uh, the combine, we talked about weaknesses here on the huge show across Michigan defensively for the Lions and maybe as a team. And they centered on the linebackers, which I agree with you, massive upgrade from a year ago and concern about depth on the defensive line. And now you have so much depth, you can flat out tell Bugs he's not going to be in the rotation. The depth is amazing across the whole defense, and you're 100% correct. I mean, we got seven edge rushers right there that can get it done, and you rotate them in and out. And Isaiah Bugs, like you said, he was a player that was used a lot last year. We can sit him down. Why? Because we got players like Levi Uzurike who came in here this season and was able to produce and stay healthy, giving the Lions extra depth there. And at linebacker, I mean, you got Malcolm Rodriguez right now, who was one of the players who was a main linebacker for the Lions last year, who's now going to be number four. And it just shows you the better depth that they have. They went into this offseason, they acquired talent, and it really has helped the defense out. And I think we're going to see that on Thursday. Mike Kimber, known as Micro Mike on YouTube, part of Lions Nation Unite, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Looking ahead to Thursday night, Chiefs and the Lions in KC. All right, let's flip over to the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Lions O-line. Such a great piece to this whole football team. Last year, we didn't have Halapluti Vatevaitai, a right guard. He is healthy. Now we get to see one of the best offensive lines last year with an addition to Halapluti Vatevaitai, who I talked to Lomas Brown last year before the injury, and he said he's one of the better pieces on this line. So now you're getting a player who can be on the right side next to Pedesu and Frank Ragnow and just own the line of scrimmage. And with no Chris Jones over there, I think the Lions going to be able to run the football and protect Jared Goff. Lions tight ends, uh, decent depth there. Absolutely decent depth. James Mitchell, who we drafted last year in round five, shown in preseason that he's going to take that next step. He's fast, he can get open, and he catches everything. Brock Wright, who we had last year, he's been on this team, is still the number three, in my opinion. Of course, you get Sam Laporta, who we drafted in the second round, who is more of a player who can get open in space and make those critical catches. The depth at tight end is just amazing, and it continues to show that Jared Goff is going to throw the football their way. If they get one-on-one, they'll get open and beat those linebackers great depth there Lions wide receivers and again with no JMO for six games this may now that is th- this may yeah. be the one spot where you start to wonder about depth like if Brown gets knocked out or Raymond goes down 100%. This is the one position that you probably don't want to have a ton of injuries on here. You know, you got Amon Ross St. Brown, who's the number one, the GOAT. And now if he goes down, it's going to put a lot of pressure on the rest of the wide receivers. We do like Khalif Raymond fast. He can play X. He can play anywhere on this offensive. But if you don't have Jamison Williams and St. Brown, it's going to be looking like two years ago, Lions wide receivers. And then you're going to have to focus on using Jameer Gibbs or focus on using these tight ends. That's the one position I think is probably the weakest on offense. Uh, Lions running backs, uh, complete flip uh, from the backfield with Swift and Williams a year ago. I think this is a, a, a huge strength on this team as long as they stay healthy. 100%. I think it's a clear upgrade from last year. 
We had Jamal Williams, who I absolutely love, but if you look at David Montgomery, I think he's a player who can you know, break those tackles more than Jamal Williams did. And, and Jameer Gibbs is a player like DeAndre Swift, but an upgrade who is healthy. And upgrading this running back room all around is really important because if you want to win football games, you got to keep Patrick Mahomes and all these elite quarterbacks on the sideline. And with a great offensive line and the upgrade at the running back room, they're going to be able to do sustained drives. I love what they did there. We have yet to see David Montgomery. And on Thursday, we're going to see him get those critical two, three yards. And the quarterback depth is the best, I I will say this, ever that I can remember. Maybe when you had Pete and Kramer, but you didn't have a one, you had a bunch of twos. But I'll say modern era, uh, the Lions QB depth with Goff, Bridgewater, and Blau, one, two, and three, I'll take it all day long. I'll take it all day long. And that's been my critique for the Lions for the past 10 years is the backup quarterback position because if Jared Goff goes down, you're in a world of hurts. Now, Teddy Bridgewater, he come in here and he really held that backup position role. So if Jared Goff does go down for a series or more, you can rely on Teddy Bridgewater to be that leader for Detroit on offense and the quarterback to distribute the football to the weapons. And David Blau, not a bad guy to have on the practice squad i mean just a couple years ago he was starting for the thanksgiving day game so if that's your number three right now in hen and hooker in development due to injury this is a great position and the depth is extremely high and that's what you do you build the depth at the quarterback position and all around because you feel you can go the distance and that's what this team has teddy bridgewater jared goff blau and hooker are a great great group of quarterbacks it will be interesting with the Kelsey hyperextended knee and Adam Schefter saying it will be a game-time decision on Thursday for the Chiefs. If he's in, naturally he won't be at 100%, but do the Lions have someone who can cover him? I start looking at the linebackers, and I'm saying, not sure. But then I start looking at Branch, and could they get creative defensively and put him on Kelsey? It will be, if he's playing, then who, who do you think covers Kelsey? You know, you just said it right there. I think Brian Branch is an individual who they will use on Travis Kelsey if he's out there because he is fast, because he can keep up with the speed that Travis Kelsey has, and he's physical. So that would be the player I'm looking at for Travis Kelsey if he is out there. They trust Branch, and Branch has shown that he is capable to be in a big position like this, covering one of the best tight ends in all of football. Aaron Glenn and Brian Branch, watch that if Kelsey does play on Thursday. Good stuff. Mike Kimber, part of Lions Nation Unite. Micro Mike on YouTube, talking about the Lions and the Chiefs Thursday night in KC. Before I let you go, uh, your huge prediction, final score in the NFL kickoff game. A lot of people says Kansas City, but I'm going Detroit Lions to win this game 32-28. to I think with Jameer Gibbs, not a lot of people knowing what they're going to do with him on offense, and the Lions' new look secondary, I think they pull off the upsets. Lions 1-0 and and looking really good for this season. Well said, Mike. Good stuff. Enjoy the game. We'll talk soon. All right. Have a good one.
We are back live across Michigan, wrapping up our Tuesday broadcast. Superfly Hayes, another stellar job as our executive producer. I'm looking at the Golf Channel coverage of the Folds of Honor Collegiate. Michigan State has two golfers now in the top five on the individual side. I think that's the latest there. The team is in the hunt. Final day is tomorrow. 11 a.m. till around 7 p.m. Free to get in. American Dunes Golf Club in Grand Haven on Michigan's West Coast. I have the free ticket you can put on your phone or print out. And also the free shuttle info at Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. Now, if you've missed any of our conversations on any show at any time, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. We'll talk tomorrow at 3. Big. Bad. Huge.